0: Welcome and thank you for listening to Sandy Creek Stirrings. I'm your host, Joshua Jimenez. And if you're going to win souls, you've got to love souls. In spite of their meanness, in spite of the way they look, in spite of everything, you've got to seek to bring souls to Jesus Christ because you love them, because Jesus loved them, and because Jesus died for them, and you're trying to bring them to the Son of God. The Bible says in Psalm 84 11, my last verse, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. i based my whole life on that, that it pays to serve God. And I believe that with all my heart. God has given us a guidebook. God has given us a directional map. And that guidebook, that map, is the precious Word of God. Listen, don't just go and sit in the pew. Find some way to serve and serve as a family. Be a part of everything at church. And when you learn to love what God loves, um, your children will learn to love it as well. Homes are not that spiritually strong. We're getting overtaken by the world quickly. But unfortunately, we're pumping all the sewage in. You know, we're letting the world in when that ought to be a haven. are baptist protestant i hear that question so often so many people have asked me that question are baptist protestant are 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 you a protestant uh christian and so many times i've been asked that question i want to take this episode today to answer that question are baptist protestant now the easy answer for myself that i could give is, well, go back and listen to our Baptist History series. And frankly, somebody who asked that question who hasn't listened to our, uh, our Baptist History um, series, uh, they'll go back and they'll look and they'll see how many episodes there are. And I, I went back and measured the time. We actually have, I think, just over 12 hours of listening. You could listen to the Baptist History series for 12 hours straight. And uh, so it's uh, it's very daunting if you go and you look at the Baptist History series, and that was my answer. So today I wanted to take this episode to answer something very specific. Specifically to the Baptist denomination, and uh, I tell you what, I'm not a huge fan of the term denomination because you know it's kind of like I don't like the I don't like calling the NIV a Bible. Nah, it's a version; it's not a Bible. And uh, you can go back to our Bible version series to look at that. So I don't like referring to other. I don't even like calling it, like, let's talk about the Catholics for a second. I don't like even calling it the Catholic Church. Now, I understand what most people use within that term, and I understand the term denomination, and so I will use it. But I'm not a huge fan of that term because... I've heard so many people say that it really doesn't matter what denomination you belong to because we all serve Jesus Christ. As long as you have Jesus in your heart, it doesn't matter what denomination you refer to. I even heard somebody say one time that all Christian denominations have people who are saved and following the Lord. And that's simply not true. You have to go in and you have to define your terms. Number one, what makes up a Christian? Um, Number two, what is a Christian denomination? And then three, what qualifies as following the Lord? And so that's a different topic, different time. But let me tell you something, the, you need to take a look at this idea of denominations, and we talked about in the very first episode of Baptist History, and let me encourage you to go back and listen to that, at least the first episode of Baptist History, that would be episode number... Three episode number three. And in that episode, again, that's episode number three, we talked about the importance of denominational titles. Why are there denominational titles? Why are there so many different names? Why don't we just all go by the same name? And it's it's because these these titles, and I'll give you the short answer, but we go into it more in that episode, but I'll give you the short answer is because these denominational titles are revealing a set of beliefs and a set of standards. If I said, I, I, I pray to Mary, and I believe in purgatory, and I pray to rosary, and I and um, I pray to the priest, and I pray to the pope, and what would you think I am? Well, you'd know I'm a Catholic. Why? Because of my beliefs. I didn't say I was Catholic, but by my beliefs show what religion or what denomination I am. And so to some degree, denominational titles are important because they reveal that system of of belief and the, the worldview of faith. Now, really, in, in my eyes, and I, when you begin doing some research, there's really five major worldviews of faith, and uh, that's kind of what I've what it, what it boils down to when I look at it, is there's five major worldviews of faith. Number one, you have the Jews or Judaism. Those who are of Jewish descent, they hold to Judaism, they hold to the Mosaic Law, They don't recognize Jesus Christ as the promised Messiah, when, by the way, the Bible says clearly in Daniel that the Messiah had to come before the destruction of the temple in 70, was it 79 AD, I believe. And um, so the, 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 the... The book of Daniel clearly outlines that, and then Isaiah 53 says he would have to be rejected to be the Messiah. And the Jews go on to reject the very Word of God, even within the Old Testament. But you have that—the Jews, they have their worldview of faith, their worldview of their beliefs in God. Then you have the worldview of Roman Catholicism. And the name, the name Catholic, by the way, actually used by the Catholics to differentiate themselves from other uh, churches, didn't even come around till three fifty A.D. And of course, they have their second, their seven sacraments they practice. They follow the tradition. We did a whole episode on five things wrong with Catholicism not too long ago, so I'm not going to dive into it in depth. But there's a worldview now. Some might group Roman Catholicism in with this next worldview, and I, and I wouldn't have a problem with that, but the next worldview is cults. And you could throw Roman Catholicism in under there. A, a lot of people don't, though, for whatever reason, but you have cults. And it, in a general sense, this would just refer to just false religions in general. It referred to religions who claim to be based in biblical Christianity, but they have deviated from and abandoned the finished work of Christ, and his, 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 and they've compromised His person. You think of Jehovah Witnesses, they have, they have abandoned the finished work of Christ, they've compromised who Jesus Christ is. You think of Mormonism, you think of Islam, they have abandoned the finished work of Christ, um, Muslims have, and they have instead taken Christ and who He is as God, and they've made Him into a man, just a, a good man. So you've got Jews, you've got Roman Catholicism, you've got cults, and then you have, number four, you have Protestants. And so these are religions, denominations, who they came out of the Roman Catholic Church, and they came out of this religion during this historic time period that you and I know known as the Reformation. And so out of that, you have the Presbyterians, you have the Lutherans, the Anglicans really came out as really kind of a Protestant-type church. You have Calvinists, or the Reformed churches, another name they're known by. And so you have the Protestant worldview of faith. They, they're they a little closer than the cults. They, they're a little bit more Bible-based, but typically not. And um, in fact, we've got a lot of Protestant denominations we're hitting on within our Five Things Wrong With series. And then the fifth worldview of faith you have is the unbelievers, which would include the the atheists, the agnostics, the skeptics. Now, the atheists believe there is no God, period. Agnostics believe that there is a God, but you can't know him and he wants nothing to do with you. And then skeptics, are they're just unsure about all of it. There, There could be a God. There might not be a God. Does he want to know you? Maybe. Yes, no. They don't really know. And so they have faith in nothing they claim, yet they do have faith. Because you have to have faith to believe there's not a God. And frankly, there's some atheists. You know, I'm just going to put this out here. There's some atheists who have more faith than a lot of Baptists do. They're, they'll stick closer to what they believe in than a lot of Baptists claim to. Now, Baptists unfortunately get thrown into really one of two worldviews. And so, the first worldview we get thrown into is, is some people will say, "Well, you're a cult." And they disagree with our beliefs. They call us a false religion, and so they say, "Well, you're a cult." Well. A false religion—let me just define that real quick. A false religion is false means wrong, so they believe we're wrong. And then two, a religion is simply a belief and worship of a superhuman power, a a god, and a system of faith and worship. And so what they're doing is, by calling us a false religion, they're calling our god wrong—you serve the wrong god—and then they're saying our beliefs are wrong. And for anyone who says my God is wrong or the way I worship him is wrong, I challenge them to actually grab a Bible and show me from the Word of God where we are wrong. And so I'm not going to speak for all the Baptists out there, though, okay? I'm referring to those who are true Bible-believing, independent, fundamental Baptists. They're they're independent, meaning they hold to the independence and the autonomy of each church. They're fundamental, meaning they hold to the fundamentals of faith, you, you know, salvation by faith, uh, the finished work of Christ, you know, believer's baptism, biblical separation. And so I'm not talking for every Baptist today, And uh, but we typically get thrown in either to to cults, or if we're not a cult, then people will throw us into the Protestant worldview of faith. And so the question is, are Baptists actually Protestant? And so let me give just a quick brief rundown of what a Protestant, how do we define a Protestant? October 31st, 1517, Martin Luther, yes, the famous Martin Luther, nailed his 95 theses to the door of the Castle Church in Wittenberg in Germany. And these were, of course, what he thought to be, uh, he thought they were biblical reasons for why he disagreed with the Catholic Church. And so things began to progress. The, The Reformation, really, the stick of dynamite was lit with that 95 Theses, and so it really started there with Martin Luther nailing those 95 theses. Now, as we move along in time, we come to uh, 1529, which is 12 years later, and you have the second diet, which means a council. They weren't on a diet. It was, diet simply meant council back then. And so you have the second diet of Speer, April twenty-fifth, 1529. It was a Roman Catholic council taking action against the Turks, and while they were doing that, they were also checking the progress of Lutherans who weren't cooperating with the Pope. And I apologize for that noise. My computer's making a little bit of sound. But they, were, they weren't cooperating with the Pope. And so certain Lutherans came to this council with a formal written protest against matters of, that this council was disgusting. And they had this protest here, and so it was designed, this protest that they had written out was designed to protect them from the decisions that this council would make. And so I quote from a historian who says, quote, from this protest and appeal, the Lutherans were called Protestants. And now let me just break for a second. I don't know why we pronounce it Protestants. Surely there's some English teacher out there who can tell me. But it really seems like, look at the way it's spelled it really seems like it should be Protestants. Like, they're protesting, you know, Protestants. And that's just an interesting thought out there. So, that's really what defines a Protestant, is one who is protesting against the Roman Catholic Church and their authority over them. That's what the Lutherans were doing. They were protesting the authority that the Roman Catholic Church still thought that they had over them. So, are Baptist Protestants? Well, number one, let's start answering these questions. Number one, historically, Baptists are not Protestant. You say why? Because Protestants started around the 16th century. You have the Lutherans, the Reformed, the Anglican, Presbyterians we mentioned before. The Baptists are not Protestants because they never came out of the Catholic Church. You go back to the, to the writings of Cardinal Hosius, who lived from 1504 to 1579. He was appointed by Pope Paul IV near the beginning of the Reformation, and he specifically was to be one of three special agents in countering the Reformation. And so this Cardinal Hosius was in charge of studying the beliefs of the Protestants and, and trying to destroy them. And he said this, and I quote from him in his letters, Apodopera, Opera, pages 112-113. He said this quote, he said, Were it not that the Baptists had been grievously tormented and all but cut off with a knife during the past 1,200 years, they would swarm greater in number than all the Reformers. Now, he wrote this back right as the Reformation was happening, and he says that the Baptists, here's a Catholic saying that the Baptists have existed for the past twelve. Hundred Years. If you take that time back, that goes all, all the way back to 350, when the Roman Catholic Church finally developed their name and began attacking the Baptists. And so you go back to the cate- catechal discourse in AD 350, where the Catholics wanted a separate name for themselves. They began persecuting other religions. One of those was Baptists. And so here's a Catholic, knowing the history of his church, went back and said, No, 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 no. The Baptists have existed for 1200 years. If that's the case, We do not meet the definition of being a Protestant religion. Even the Catholics will identify that we didn't come out of the Protestant Reformation. So, number one, historically, Baptists are not Protestant. Number two, doctrinally, Baptists are not Protestant. You say, why? Well, our our doctrine varies very much from the Protestant religions. Take, for example, the Baptists hold to the Bible as their sole authority, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, which says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is do- and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished. And so we hold to the Word of God as our sole authority. And frankly, Protestant religions hold to the Bible as their final authority. Does that sound different to you? I said Baptists hold to it as the sole authority. Protestants hold to it as the final authority. And the difference there is is most Protestants, and I'm, I'm specifically referring to Methodists. I'm referring to Presbyterians. I'm referring to Seventh-day Adventists. I'm referring to uh, Calvinists. They will take the writing of man and then try to make the Word of God fit man. It's their final authority. They go to the Bible after they've already gone to man and to tradition and all these other things, that's what they go to. Because most Protestants hold to creeds, they hold to a sordid doctrinal standards, they hold to traditions, they hold to men as their authority, and not God and his word as their sole authority. Second reason why doctrinally Baptists are not Protestants is Baptists hold to salvation by faith, Ephesians chapter two, verses eight through nine. And so here's the deal. We believe you can't baptize to go to heaven. There aren't many other Protestant denominations who teach that. We hold to baptism or we hold to salvation by faith and faith alone. There's no other way to get saved. You can't do anything. You can't follow any commands. There's no special diet you need. There's no respect of a holy day. There's none of that. It's simply salvation by faith. You look at the Lutherans who still hold to much of the Catholic doctrine of hard works. You look at the Calvinists who hold to the the heresy of predestination, and we talked about that in in our Calvinism episodes. You look at the Calvinists who hold to the fact of limited atonement and that Christ only died for a certain amount of people. Look, let me tell you something. Baptists hold to salvation by faith, and we don't add anything to it. Number three, Baptists hold to believers. Baptism. To believers, baptism. Acts chapter two, verse thirty-eight, um, talks about what doth hinder me to be baptized here in this water? And and Philip clearly tells the Ethiopian eunuch. He says, the only thing that you need to be baptized is it. Do you believe in the in God? And and the Ethiopian eunuch responded, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God he had saving faith, he was a believer, and so then he was baptized. Clearly exampled in Scripture, every time when somebody was baptized, they had a salvation testimony first, and then they were baptized. I dare you to show me somebody in Scripture who was not baptized um, without first having a testimony of salvation. You can't find a single one. Baptists are the only that I'm aware of, and I've studied Lutherans, Anglicans, Presbyterians, Methodists, Methodists, the Nazarenes, the the holiness movements, the Reformed Church, the Church of Christ, um, lots and lots of uh, Protestant denominations, and they all practice infant baptism or baptism before you're saved. I mean, they practice all kinds of different different kinds of baptism, and Baptists hold to Believer's Baptism, meaning you're baptized after your salvation by faith, and then it's by immersion. And that's another thing most of these other denominations don't do right, is they do sprinkling, and they do, they do infant baptism, which you will not find in the Word of God. What you do indeed find is the word baptizo, which means to immerse. And so, There's three areas that we totally disagree on doctrinally. Number four, Baptists hold to Christ as the head of the church, and the pastor leads the flock as he sees fit through Christ and the Bible. And you'll find that in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23. We won't go there for sake of time today, but each church within the Bible is biblically autonomous. They are independent of each other. There's no board, there's no council, there's no general assembly. There's nothing. There's no hierarchy we have to report to. There's nothing like that, because you won't find that within Scripture. Almost every other denomination holds to some form of church hierarchy, and even within the Baptist movement, you have the Southern Baptists who have this Southern Baptist Convention hierarchy. Let me tell you something, that's wrong. That's unbiblical. And so there's a fourth point we disagree on within doctrine. If we could give two more Baptists believe in in being good citizens of the government, but in separation of government of church and state. And look, here's the deal. Protestants, when you go back and study history, have always enforced their beliefs upon communities. Now, do they do it much today? Eh, not so much. But back in the early days, Presbyterians tried to make entire cities and entire towns they tried to make them Presbyterian. Methodists did the same thing. You go back in the early history of America, and they were trying, the Lutherans, the Church of England, they were trying to control the government through their church, and the Baptists have always held to, no, 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 they need to be separate. The church should influence the state, but the state should never influence the church. And then number, this would be number 6 on non-doctrinally, why Baptists are not Protestant. Number six, Baptists believe in the individual and personal accountability to God, The Protestants, many of them still hold to um, confessing your sins to a priest or to a pastor or to a bishop. Many of them do. Not all of them, but many of them do. And so that six areas, I guarantee you, within each and every single Protestant denomination, there's at least one of those that they hold to, and that would make them unbiblical, which also means there's a separation. There's a gap between us. We are not Protestant. So historically, we're not Protestant. Doctrinally, we're not Protestant. Number three, logically, just by a logical look, Baptists are not Protestants. Let me give a couple of reasons why. Number one, the Protestants look to a human being as their founder. Okay, the Lutherans look, when did you start? Oh, we started with Martin Luther. The Calvinists, the, the Reformed Church. When did you start? Oh, we started with John Calvin. The Presbyterians, most of them point back to, oh, we started with John Knox, or some point back to John Calvin. Look at the Methodists. Oh, we started with John, you know, John Wesley. Oh, the Seventh-day Adventists. Oh, we we look back to William Miller. The Baptists don't do that. And if they do, they're not a true Baptist. Baptists look to Jesus Christ, Matthew chapter 16 verse 18, where he established the church. That's what we look back to. So logically, we don't go back to a human being like all these Protestant religions do. We go back to God. And then number 2, logically wise, just think about this. The creed by which the Baptists are run is not the Augsburg Confession. It's not the 95 Theses. It's not the Canons of Dort. It's not the Westminster Confession. Ours is the inspired Word of God. Almost every other Protestant denomination has some sort of creed or or theses or a, a canon of some sort or some sort of confession they go back to and they hold to. They hold to the Nicene Creed or whatever it may be. Baptist, a true Bible-believing, independent, fundamental Baptist doesn't go to any of those things. We go to the Word of God. We don't need man's words. We need God's words. And so three reasons why Baptists are not Protestant. The answer to the question is, are Baptists Protestant? No. Logically, we're not Protestants. Doctrinally, we're not Protestants. And then historically, probably the easiest one to give an answer on, historically, Baptists are not Protestant. So what worldview do we fall under? Well, there's actually a sixth. The truth. The truth. The Bible says, and few there be that find it. Let me tell you something. Be very careful. Baptists aren't Protestants. That's the answer to the question. My friend, until next time, keep looking up and keep stirred up for the cause of Christ.